the line. The second half, the ball comes back to Stewart. They float across the line. It comes to Linda. Back inside it comes the lines. He's away from one tackle. Then the ball back to Stewart. They've got an overlap. Stewart's gone straight through. It comes to halfway. Where are the wingers? He's up over halfway. He's looking for Eddie Howard. He's still going, Stewart. He gave it to Maninga. Hello and welcome to the All Things Rugby League podcast. I'm Big Les and today we've got this short ball podcast hopping on. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. How are you going? Yeah, good, good, good. Well, let's get straight into it. The Storm have have been finally beaten. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, look, you'll get, you'll get a lot of biased thoughts from me on it, as I am a para fan, but <laughs> I, I think the whole thing is... Uh, the whole reaction to the loss is a bit bit off. I don't think I don't buy into the whole we needed a loss rhetoric. The whole um, oh Storm played their worst game. I just think it was more that Parramatta needed the win and they outplayed them essentially. Because if you go through the game, the Storm ran for more meters. They had three more line breaks. They had more post contact meters. Two two metres more per set than what Parramatta had. And they only had one more error, which is what everybody's bringing up. Oh, they had so many errors. They had 12 errors. They only had one more error than Para. So what what I think's happened here is Parramatta have come out and they've played a better game than the Storm. They've, want, they've wanted it more. And this is a game, and you can tell by the way that Craig Bellamy sort of saw it, this is a game that mattered to the Storm, and they weren't able to get the job done. I still think they'll... Um, I still think they'll win the comp. We'll touch more on that later, I'd, I'd think. But, yeah, they, it wasn't a whole... It wasn't a situation where the Storm were awful or the Storm needed a loss. What do you think of that, mate? Uh, honestly, I think that the the Paramount Eels wanted it more. I think that they had enough and were fed up with, with their loss. I think that they definitely needed that win just to give their confidence a boost. Um... I totally agree with everything you said. I think that uh, Parramatta is a great side when they want to be, when they all turn up, and I think that they, um, yeah, they just wanted it more than the Storm. Hundred percent agree. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, what were you gonna say? Oh, I was just gonna uh, comment on how everybody that's saying it's the Storm's worst game. You think back only four rounds ago, I think it was up against the Cowboys. They only just beat the Cowboys. The, Ran for 200 metres less, had less line breaks, less average set distance by four metres, and equal amount of errors. So, it, again, Storm weren't at their worst. They came out, they turned up to play, and Eels were the better side. 100% agree, yeah. Gutho was on fire. Gutho, yeah, he had a great game. Uh, I liked the way he was playing. He, he got that ball playing uh, right... Which he, look, the last few weeks he hasn't been at his best, best gutho. He's looked like he's tired. And I think it's perfect for him to uh, rest coming into the finals. Because he needs to, gutho needs to be at his best for us in the finals. He needs to be putting all that effort in. He needs those ball playing skills to be right. Because the last few weeks he's, he's had errors sneaking into his game. Yeah, 100%. I put it in a post last week. I think that the two people that definitely need to stand up for the Parramatta Eels if they want to go far in the finals are definitely Gutho and Moses. I think Moses played quite well last night. He had a 
It wasn't his 100% best performance. However, he did perform. He did put 100% in. Um, he looked great, him and Gutho. Yeah, Moses was good. I, I think all the boys to Parra were good. They all had to turn up, but still, there's a few things there that I'd like to see improve. Like our tackle efficiency was only 85 or 86% around about that mark. That's another stat I didn't mention is the fact that Storm's tackle efficiency was 90%. Which is, yeah, well. which is better than what the Eels had, better than what they had against the Cowboys in that last game, the two sort of things that I referenced. But yeah, there's a lot of things that Para do still need to fix up coming into the finals, but it's good signs at least. Yeah, um, just completely off topic, Nathan Cleary, um, I think it was last week, I think he averaged 98.3% uh, tackle rate as well, like tackle efficiency, which is... He's an un- unbelievable player, Nathan Cleary. Um, I'm going to talk a le- about Cleary a little bit later. Yeah. But, yeah, he's he's nearly the complete play, or the complete half for mine. That, yeah, like you said, 98.3 tackle efficiency. I'd say him and Dylan Brown are probably the two best defensive halves in the comp. Yeah, I, I definitely can agree with that. Um, poor old Joseph Manu. Um, gone for the Roosters for the season. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, look, stuff like that happens in rugby league. You you see it all the time. Well, you don't see it all the time, but you see it often enough to know it's a... It's Nobody comes out to intentionally hurt someone. I know a lot of people are labelling Latrell Mitchell all these different things, calling him a grub. He's, he doesn't deserve to play in, in the NRL anymore. Oh, totally but, accidental. Totally accidental. Look, he, he obviously came in with an intent, and he came in with the intent to hurt Joseph Manu, but he, he didn't... There's a difference between coming in to hurt someone and coming in to, like, genuinely injure injure them. You come in and you try and make a big shot. It it gets... It, it comes off wrong. Like what happens with Jack Hetherington all the time. He gets it wrong. Yeah. And you, you never mean to hit someone across the head. Like, most people that have played rugby league would know st- stuff like this happens. I don't think the shot... I don't have a problem with the shot. He got what he deserved with the six weeks. I think what most people... <sighs> have a problem with was the carry on afterwards yeah and like especially with all the push and shove and and whatnot. yeah totally it's just even like uh, I could give you another example like Thomas Flegler as well for Brisbane um, he got it wrong but geez he corrected it on Connor Tracy it's a huge yeah, hit no it, it's just unfortunate what happens yeah it's just unfortunate because it, it, it happens all the time and you don't see people calling uh, guys without that sort of track record, grubs and all that for yeah. stuff. Like Corey Harawira Naira was labelled like, w- wasn't labelled anything. He was actually praised because he came out afterwards and he wrote this massive uh, paragraph, like basically apologising to Jerome Hughes. That was a bigger shot. Yeah. Than, oh, maybe not bigger, but on the same sort of level. But because Latrell Mitchell has the track record and because of the bit of a carry-on afterwards. People just tend to want to hate him. I think he's a great player, but if... Look, if he didn't have that stuff in the game and he wasn't suspended for a total of 10 weeks throughout the season, he'd be up there with some of the best players in the game. 100% agree. And I reckon um, it's more so a... Uh, just an ego thing as well. Like, he comes... At, once he scores a try or... Once he um, makes some huge plays in the game, he sort of gets sort of gets a bit confident. I'm not saying in any way that he's a um, 
a grub or anything like that. He's definitely not a grub. He, he's one of the one of the best players in the game, like you say. I just think that sometimes ego sort of gets in the way. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, look, I I don't mind. I don't mind what Latrell Mitchell does. To be honest, I love the fact that he's confident and all that playing at fullback. I think with with Latrell, he can be one of the best players in the game, and he can uh, do all this for the Rabbitohs. But people are going to have that stigma around him for the rest of his career, really. Yeah, totally. Um, it's just unfortunate. Um, some of the things um, that's happened in his career, to be honest, just. Yeah, the track record's really not going to stick well. Um, well, that's all we have time for. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Recommend this podcast to your friend, and I'll see you in the next one. Baby.